Hello, and welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me this week for another awesome episode. My guest this week is no stranger to being an actor. She's been in movies, she's been in TV shows, and she's been on Broadway. My guest this week is the wonderful Miss Kelly Barrett. Okay, so you have been in film, you've been in TV, and you've been on Broadway. So what do you enjoy doing the most out of those three? It's hard because they're so different. You know, I always say it's like if you try to compare three different hobbies that you enjoy, it's sort of hard to pick. But I, I will pick <laughs> because I've, I've, I have gotten this question before. No offense to your question. It's okay. But, um, but it's nice to, to revisit it because I have to really think about it. And I think the answer is theater. Um, and the reason I feel that way is the process of theater. It's very... Um, all at once. So when I am getting ready for a show from the time the curtain comes up to the time the curtain drops, there is a complete journey that I'm taking. I get a beginning, middle and end. I get to tell that story and I get to feel the audience's response to that story. And you just don't get that kind of gratification on film and television. You know, um, Christopher Walken said, uh, I do the acting for free. I get paid to wait. And that's, like there's that. just a lot of waiting, yeah, in film and TV. I like that. Gotta love yeah. Christopher Walken. Uh, so you have quite the resume in terms of people that you've actually worked with in the film and television industry. So some of them I've I... have been really lucky. Some yeah. of them that I found out were Ice-T, America Ferreira, and Jim Carrey. So what was it like working with stars like those people? Um, it's pretty amazing. You know, I... I've been working with, I've had the opportunity to work with a lot of amazing um, stars since I was very young. So getting starstruck is not something that really happens, but I do have talent crushes. Um, And Jim Jim Carrey's definitely one of those talent crushes. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't have any scenes with him in a movie that I did, but I did get to observe him working. And it's fascinating because every when you get to be a very big star, you can sort of control the room. Oh yeah. And, and that just means that like when a, when a very big star is shooting a scene, they sort of get to decide how it's shot, who's in the room and, and, you know, and, and what the feel of it is in order to get exactly what they need in that moment, which the rest of us are not always afforded. We're sort of like, Mm -hmm. they point the camera at us. They tell us to stand here. It's action. You don't get a lot of your own choices, but to watch stars sort of control their environment to get the intended result is fascinating. And Jim Carrey, for instance, one of the things that he, well, that I, one of the things I observed him doing, I don't know if he does this for everything, but no one can be in his eye line when he's doing a comedic scene. And normally there are tons of people in front of you. There's oh, the yeah. light, you know, there's the grips and the guys doing lights and the, the DP and the director and like everyone's in your eye line. Yeah. He only allows the cameraman and the DP to be in his eye line because they have to be because they're controlling the camera. Mm-hmm. But no one else, he needs everyone clear. Oh, so wow. So that he can focus. And then he just does these improv- improvisational takes one after the other. They just keep the camera rolling. They're called, when you do them in audio, they're called wild takes, which means when you do a wild sound, you just do a take of something over and over and over, and then they'll decide which one they want, and they'll take it. Yeah. But he does a video version of wild oh. uh, scenes. So, like, he just, he'll, he'll we'll do it like this, and we'll do it like this. Oh, yeah. You do, like, a million different character ways of doing one specific comedic piece, and then they'll just take the one 
I, I would assume the one that he likes at this point because mm -hmm. he'll probably be able to have a lot of say in the editing room mm -hmm. but I thought that was fascinating and just to watch him and every single one they could have used every single one was completely different and equally brilliant oh wow so that was really fun yeah Ice-T I think the first thing Ice-T ever told me was how he got shot he was like he was like hey uh, let me tell you about the time I got shot in the back of the limo. <laughs> oh my god! He is truly the nicest guy in the world. Oh, I bet. He was so sweet, but he was just so funny how he just jumped into a story like that with no context. I just thought he was hilarious. I could have spent all my time talking oh to him. Oh my god. Yeah, I remember yeah. watching him on Ice Loves Coco when, back when Ice and Coco oh, had their show. Best show. Love oh, that it was, show. I, I was like. Good for you. So I used to watch, I'm like, this is like one of my favorite reality shows ever. And then... Oh, they're riveting, right? Oh, yeah. they're, they're the greatest. And they're, they, have a, they have a cute child, too. Yeah. Chanel's Beautiful. adorable. Yeah, absolutely. I love their marriage. They're really sweet together. Oh, they're amazing. Uh, so when did you realize you could sing? Well, I always sang since the time I was a child. I would put on um, performances in the living room with my Fisher-Price microphone for anybody who would suffer through it. Um... I remember like making my whole family once, which isn't very big, but we were in Florida visiting extended family and uh, me and my cousin made them all come listen to me sing Mariah Carey's Hero and she sang backups, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I always loved to sing. I sang in church. Um, I would always do like the local national anthems for the golf whatevers. Um, I think it was called like the Honeybee Golf Course or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. So I always loved to sing. Um, it wasn't until I saw a production of Merrily We Roll Along in the local Governor's School for the Arts program that I realized I wanted to do musical theater. Oh, wow. Um, because I thought, I, I did think I just wanted to be a singer until then, or, or maybe just an actor. I didn't really understand that those two things could go together. I mean, I'd seen like Wizard of Oz and stuff, but you don't really think of it as a career choice. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, wow, that's the thing I want to do. And then I got into the governor's school. I got into voice and into musical theater, and I chose musical theater. That's amazing. So what was the most challenging, what's the most challenging song you've ever had to perform live, and where was it? Ooh, that's a great question. The most challenging song I ever had to perform live. You know, challenging is an interesting word because it can mean a lot of different things, you know? Um the, so I did a New York Times performance from Dr. Zhivago, and uh, the, that morning, my co-star, Tam Mutu, we were supposed to do a duet. He got, he was sick, and he couldn't oh, wow. do it. And so they sort of threw at me, hey, we're going to do one of your solos from the show, and, and, and then try to figure out which one. And so I, had, I got to run through it once. And even though I do it every night on stage, it's yeah. a very different performance than close up, like this close on camera. So yeah. it was a challenge to ground myself in that new medium, tell the story small, you know, and, and without any practice, that was definitely a challenge. Um, I also do a Wicked medley where I play Galinda and Alphaba at the same time that Love I wrote. It. And I remember the first time I performed that, it was, it's vocally challenging because oh, I'm yeah. going from high operatic to belt mm -hmm. to high operatic. It's a, it's, a, it's a comedic piece, but mm -hmm. I remember the first time I did it, it being a little bit of a mess. <laughs> and being <laughs> like, this will be great when I get it under me and oh yeah I, and I have since thank god <laughs> oh yeah so what do you think is more nerve-wracking on your end being on a soundstage with a bunch of a-listers or being on broadway oh nerve-wracking i nerve-wracking to me has a little bit of a, a negative negative connotation i mean i know how you mean it like what makes you you know what rattles you yeah um I would have to say Broadway just because of the stakes. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you mess up on a soundstage, they can do another take. Uh, yeah. And I don't 
I don't really have a problem with failure, like with failing mm-hmm. in front of anybody. I don't care if you're a star or not. Like I'm, I've gotten to a place in my life where I'm pretty, I, I believe you fail up. So I try to fail as much as I can throw it out there see what oh, happens love, and then you get another that. take you know yeah but if you fail if you fail on broadway you know if you, yeah. you don't hit it or if you don't make that costume change and you can't get your entrance and broadway is very fast you know everybody oh, yeah. thinks you get a lot of time to make it work and you really don't and as you probably know you get four weeks and a couple weeks to tech and then you're doing it oh, for yeah. oh, critics wow. in previews like previews are the most nerve-wracking for oh, sure of any for experience. sure um so I know fellow another friend of yours, uh, Stephanie J. Black, and you share have one thing in common. You both play Liza Minnelli. Yes. So did she give you any pointers about when it came to playing Liza, and what was it like playing such an iconic human being? Um, she didn't. You know, she reached out to me when I booked it and was super supportive and just said, y- you do it your way and you're going to be great. I mean, she was so sweet about it. Um, I can't remember if I asked her any, like, any things I mean I definitely was I was definitely very nervous about it again I was like you can only fail at this Liza's an icon I'll never be Liza you know I I I knew that going in Mm -hmm. um but I didn't I certainly not only did I not want to imitate Liza I didn't want to I certainly didn't want to imitate Steph imitating Liza because a copy of a copy like Steph's Liza is hers and it's special and it's singular yeah and so is mine and neither of us are Liza because Liza's Liza so it was just one of those things where um, I think it, we just had like a little bit of sisterly. Oh, we got to share in this person. Yeah. But it wasn't like um, it definitely wasn't like any tips or anything like that because because um, you know Liza's online. I can watch everything. Oh yeah. Go to the source itself. You know. Yeah. But she was very supportive and very complimentary afterwards. She was super sweet about it. That's awesome. I've yet to meet Steph. I have not met Steph yet. I've yet to meet Steph, and I'm eager. You'll to. meet her. You'll meet her. I'm eager to. Yeah. So, can we talk about one of your favorite human beings on the planet real quick? Do you know who I'm thinking of? Is it my husband? Yes. <laughs> I'd love to. If we only wanted to talk about him, it would be perfect for me. Uh, what, what is it like being in the same profession as him? Oh, it's wonderful. Before Jared, I, I, I was with an actor, and, um, and I was like, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> and then, of course, I met him, and he already was one, and we met doing a show. Mm-hmm. I watched but, your um, Broadway first date video. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, so you know the story. Yeah. Um, but I have to say, like, uh, I I don't know that I could ever be with somebody who didn't understand me on this level. Mm-hmm. And Jared's a very, like, special person. Um, I, I mean special in that, like, he's an actor and an artist and a creative mind and all those things, but he has this whole other side of him that is very smart. He, he went to Princeton for economics. Oh, wow. He's very, yeah, he's very level-headed. He's He's very logical he's not he doesn't let his emotions drive him the way a lot of actors are perceived um so I feel like I have the best of everything I have somebody who completely understands my journey but at the same time is like rooted and doesn't think that you know if you don't get the job your whole life falls apart you mm-hmm. know? I watched the episode of it's always sunny when you like run up to him at the door I love oh, that yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're like yeah. having your own private dance party to Stevie Wonder and uh yeah. I loved that. I thought that was I thought that was amazing. Thanks. That's us. I mean, that's that's the truest for, version of who we are. We're very goofy. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And he was talking he, about how you make all my baby videos. You know what I mean? Like we're yeah. just very goofy. Like he and I remember he was talking about you making him coffee, and 
him, he cooks for you, you make the coffee. Like, that's what he was uh, talking about in the... Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He's an amazing cook. We cook together every day. We love it. That's so cool. So, uh, one of the questions I actually asked Michaela when I first interviewed her for the first time was, was it ever weird uh, kissing Jared on stage when uh, Kelly was in the audience? So I was. What did she say? She said no. Uh, they're like two of my best friends. I that it was like kissing a brother. Yep. So what was it like for you watching like Jared kiss Michaela on stage? I don't have that like jealousy thing. Like Jared's also he did uh, the bandstand workshop, so he kissed Laura Osnes a hundred times, and she's one of our best friends. Mm-hmm. And I remember after the thing being like, "You guys look great <laughs> together," and being like super excited about how hot they looked together yeah. I thought Michaela and Jared were so adorable together and it made me fall in love with Michaela even more like we just don't ha- I just don't have that thing because we're just actors like I think mm-hmm. if maybe I wasn't an actor I wouldn't understand that a stage kiss is no different than a stage fight it's mm-hmm. all choreography yeah but it's it's the idea of chemistry yeah it's honestly when you see two people have chemistry that's when you can be like uh-oh and they had a lot of chemistry but I knew our marriage is so strong I I knew that was just gonna make the show better yeah because even as friends we have chemistry like oh yeah chemistry with your closest friends so oh I was I thought it was I thought they were hot I thought they were adorable <laughs> I wanted I wanted it like I was there for it I, I was very excited by it um did you ever meet Cher the chair? Yes, I did. Yes, I did because she sat in front of me at the opening. Oh, really? Yep. And then she turned around and I don't know if it was my agent or something. They were like, "This is Jared's wife," and we like shook hands and had like a moment. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So another thing that Teal Wicks told me is that she thinks Cher had a minor crush on your man. Oh, I think she did for sure. <laughs> well, because she'd always just she'd always she'd say stuff like you know, you are him, and I just feel him around when you're near, that kind of thing. So. Yeah, she said, but it was so funny. She was like, she loved Jared, and that she loved uh, Matt Heidzig. She said Matt Oh, Heidzig. yeah, she, she think- did love Matt Yeah, I think she loved the guys who played her, yeah, played played her-, her men, you know? Oh, it yeah. It has to be weird to watch that, you know, and not feel something. Oh, yeah. So what did you think initially when you saw Jared as Sonny Bono for the first time? Oh my god I laughed my butt off I thought when he comes out they do like that the music yeah I've seen the out, show like, yeah it's like boom I died laughing and I screamed I was like, <laughs> like you know like and the whole crowd just went crazy I probably let it but I loved it well you know when they did the workshop Jared's got a very curly like juif almost fro yeah the, ju- yeah the jufro it doesn't look like sunny and he didn't have a mustache. So he like sort of grew in his facial hair. But for the for the workshop presentation, I penciled it in with my eyeliner. And then I, um, not eyeliner, uh, my eyebrow pen. And then I used a straightener to like straighten his curls flat. <gasps> so I had already gotten a glimpse of what it would be, the like bowl cut mania that would be sunny on him. Oh my um, God. But it was the costume that really put it over the edge for me. Oh my God. On Broadway. Oh my when god. the spotlight hit him on that costume and he was just in those bell bottoms i just couldn't it was so funny oh my god when i when i first heard him say i'm like whoa it he was... looks so much like it, it was oh, weird it's it, it's like it's yeah i was gonna say it's like him reincar- sunny reincarnated but uh sunny died in the 90s and jared was born in the 80s so it's like right. and jared is more handsome in my opinion yeah but, yeah you know that's neither here nor there but yes yeah 
And I loved all the pictures of you in his dressing room that you put in there. <laughs> he put them up, to be fair. But he yes. said, well, Kelly made me put a bunch of pictures of her in my dressing room, so... He lied. He lied. I was like, this is too many photos of me. He goes, I only want you in my dressing room. Don't listen. He didn't say that. He said, Kelly, my wife, uh, designed my dressing room and put all these pictures of uh, me, of her, in my dressing room. This is this. (laughs) This is that. I bought the frames. He chose the photos. And he was like, sorry, but my couch is a mess. Sorry, Kelly. That's what he said in the video. Well, it was a small room. I was like, you got to keep it tidy. Because I do interior design, so I was, like, all about it. I was like, you got to keep it tidy or no one's going to know how good it is. Oh, yeah. So what are some of your favorite musicals of all time? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, I love Parade. Love. It was, like, one of those albums I couldn't stop listening to. Um, another album I loved was Wild Party. It was Wild Party. Um I never got to see it, and I don't even know if I need to because the album's flawless. But and now Julia Marty is like a dear friend, so that was always a cool, oh, yeah. like, full circle moment for me. Um, I mean, I'm a Sondheim nut. I into, into the Woods, Sweeney Todd, Sunday in the Park. You know, those are yeah. those are the shows I gravitate to. Into the Woods um, is so good. Oh, so good! I would love to do a Sondheim show. I have yet to. I've yet to do, and I've come really close a few times to some big ones, but no dice. Um, but yeah, I think Parade is my favorite show of all time. Uh, what are three things that make you blush? A compliment. Um, uh, a hit workout. (laughs) I get so red in the face after cardio. (laughs) Um, oh, this is a great question, Jamie. Um... I always blush from a compliment. I, I don't I don't know how to take one is the problem. I'm huh. learning. I'm trying to learn. It's hard. Um, injustice? I mean, it, does blush include, like, getting red in the face? Uh, if I whatever, see an just, injustice? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not really. That's not what you meant, but. Yeah. Uh, anything else? No. I don't, I'm not very, um, I'm not very shy. I'm not Jared very Jared doesn't easily... make you blush? What'd you say? Jared doesn't make you blush? Oh, Jared, of course, No, he really doesn't, but I'll tell I'll lie and say he does. Um, what's your guilty pleasure? Chips. Yeah. Yeah, I love chips. Yeah. I love a salty, crunchy moment. A late night chip run. Like, Jared and I, we have a Rite Aid on our corner where we live in Manhattan. And it used to just be, like, regular, and then it went to 24 hours, which is very dangerous. <laughs> um, and so it would be, like, we stay up really late. We stay up to, like, 3 a.m., 4 a.m. every night. Yeah. So it was, like, 3 a.m. one night, and we're halfway into season four of the office for the 11th time and we sort of just look at each other and we're like chips and like we go to Rite Aid we get the Doritos and we just yeah they're terrible for you but I love them yeah you and Jared are like one of my all-time favorite like Broadway couples of all time thank you that's so sweet like it's like it's like I feel like you guys have like telekinesis you can read each other's minds I feel that way too. I'm glad you picked up on it. I I just I feel like he and I were like somehow supposed to be brother and sister. I know it sounds very weird. I know, but like twins. Like when we met and became best friends before we fell in love, I was like, oh, you are you are me. Yeah, sounds very narcissistic that I fell in love with myself. But <laughs> <laughs> so theater and working in the industry aside, what was your first? quote-unquote real job where you like got like an hourly paycheck or something like that oh yeah no I worked at a pizza place 
Ooh. I was the pizza chef. Oh. At CeCe's Pizza. Do you oh. ever heard of CeCe's? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I and I always one smelled like dough. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get it out of your clothes or your hair. It was just constant. That was like I've actually nice. worked a million jobs. Um, it's sort of a joke that I have. Anytime people are like special skills and I'm like, you don't have a paper long enough for this. <laughs> I have been a clown. I, I can do face painting, animal balloons. I have been a character like um, Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast like Bell, all that at kind at Disney? Of... Huh? At Disney or like at parties and stuff? At parties. That's so I've cool. I've been a barista, a shoe salesman, a retail manager. I've worked on a cruise ship. I've managed a cruise ship. I've... Oh my um, gosh. I've worked at a non. I worked at two different nonprofits for special events. I've waited tables. I mean, you name a job, I don't think I haven't done it. I mean, in, in high school, at one point, I had three jobs at once. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, my my family's uh, you know uh, low low income. My mom is a single mother doing her best, and yeah, that's so cool. I had to work from the time I was fifteen. Um, so, so I've cool. done everything you can imagine. So for my handy dandy book of questions, I have a little game I want to play with you. Uh oh. Okay, it's, it's a little would you rather, but it's not too crazy. Okay. So would you rather deliver babies or deliver pizza? Pizza. Would you rather take care of animals or people? Animals. Would you rather work for the FBI or NASA? FBI. Would you rather be a dentist or a dress designer? dress designer would you rather be a cartoonist or a sports columnist sports columnist uh would you rather be a police officer or a firefighter oh god the cops have a bad rap fire <laughs> um would you rather work outdoors with your hands or indoors at a desk job <sighs> indoors same would uh would you rather receive daily encouragement from your boss or a five percent raise Five percent raise. Uh, would you rather work at a job that was challenging for you or one that was way too easy? Challenging. Would you rather be a farmer or a politician? Farmer. Uh, would you rather be highly educated or highly successful? Educated. Would you rather play more or accomplish more? That is rough. You have stumped me with that question. Play. Um... I have another game coming up in a few minutes, but are you an early bird or a night owl? Night owl, always. Oh, yeah. You said you guys stay up until... So, like, when Jared would come home from Cher, uh, yep. would you guys... You guys would stay up till... After he would have a two-show day, you guys would stay up till 2, 3 a.m., 4 a.m.? Oh, yeah. For you sure. Know? Oh, yeah. Was there ever a time where you guys were both, like, on Broadway at the same time? Yeah. A couple of times. Uh, when we met, I was doing Baby It's You. He was in Jersey Boys. Oh, yeah. Um, and we were both in shows doing this other thing during the day, this other workshop. Yeah. Um, in Zhivago, he was in Beautiful, I believe. That's when we, we crossed over there. Um, and then Get in the Band and Share Show crossed over for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Did so, you yeah. did you film Fosse in L.A. or in New York? I filmed it in New York. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't sure because I was like, wait, she, I think when It's Always Sunny came out, she was doing Fosse. I don't know if Fosse was going on right then. I'm like, yep. I don't know if that was LA was, or New yeah. York. That, exactly right. Uh, were you, was there ever like a little like, I kind of picture like a club of like share show significant others. Uh, that, so like you, like was there ever happened like you, Seb, Tom, uh, Nate, 
Like, is there, is that like, have you guys all like know each other well, and stuff? Oh, for sure. We've known Seb for a long time from Jersey Boys. Jared oh. and Seb have been close for a very long time. Um, so that was really fun uh, when they when he and Steph were cast opposite each other. Yeah. Um, I got to know Tom through Share Show, and Tom's now a dear friend, and he comes to poker nights. Oh. He and Teal have been in our poker tournaments, and, and they spent Thanksgiving with us at our house this oh, past year. Oh, that's so cool. Um, yeah, so it, it hasn't really felt like a significant others club. <laughs> But we all know each other and love each other. Yeah. Teal told me, uh, when I interviewed her last week, she says to me, she told she referred to Tom uh, as her fiancé for the first time in an interview. Yeah. So they she, finally got engaged. So she said to me, she's like, well, Jamie, I guess I'm going to announce to the world that I got engaged on your podcast. Hey, look at you getting that inside scoop. I'm like, oh. Like, I didn't even ask anything. She was just like, yeah, my fiancé, uh, Tom. And I'm like, wait. You guys, when did you get engaged? She's like, oh, like eight months ago. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. And they've been together forever. So oh, that's she what she said. finally showed us the ring, it was like, what? Yeah. Very exciting. Uh, what are the three most used apps on your phone? <laughs> Instagram. Same. Um, uh, Instagram. Um, um, oh, God, I don't know the name. Hold on. Hold. Okay. I can't remember the name of it. Um, same same page. What's that? Uh, hysterical. Uh, you know, I'm a founder of the Hysterical Women's Society. It's where all of us go to talk about the organization. And mm-hmm. It oh. just keeps everything like it has everything in one location. It's oh, sort of yeah. like Slack, but better. Yeah, yeah. I have that for uh, my radio job for college. I have one similar to that, but it's the yeah, Facebook, exactly. it's, or like Facebook Workplace. Yep. And the other one is Poker Stars. Ah, uh, is that like a poker game? I, it's uh, online poker because we're in New Jersey. We can play here legally. Oh, that's yeah, so cool. That's just a, that's the way we spend a lot of days <laughs> playing poker online. Who's a, who's a better poker player, you or Jared? Ooh, I'm going to say Jared because he's actually he's studying it full time almost. Like he's become very good at poker. So You keep looking off to the side. Is he in the other room? He's in the office area. Right now, I'm studying poker and some stock market stuff. Tell him I say hi. I will. I will. Um, if you had a pers- he's got his headphones in. Uh, he, if you had a personal assistant, what would you make them do for you? Organize my computer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, I'm writing a novel, and there are oh, a million so documents cool. everywhere, and so just somebody to get it all. Make what, it sense. What kind of novel is it? Like an autobiography or like a fiction story? It's a mystery. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I'm a, I love, I'm a writer, uh, I'm a published writer too, and, uh, and I love mystery, and I read mystery all the time, and so I decided to finally try my hand at long form, and I'm on chapter 37, and I'm not gonna stop. How many, how many chapters are you hoping it'll be? I think it's gonna be about 55. Oh, wow. My outline, yeah. Oh, wow. When it comes out, hit me up, we can do a follow-up. You'll be the one to buy it, that will be amazing. Yeah, I'll be the one to buy it, and we'll do a follow-up. Hey, I'd love that. Talk about a little bit about uh, the book. What's a food besides chips that you can't live without? Oh, a food I can't live without? Um, crab legs. Ooh. It's my favorite food. They have good crab legs in Florida at this one. In yeah, Fort Lauderdale. It's one of the good things about Florida, isn't in it? Fort La- <laughs> in, in Fort Lauderdale. Have you been to Fort Lauderdale? Yeah. Have you been to Rustic Inn? No. It's like 
this crab leg place and everyone wears bibs and everyone has a hammer and they're just all you hear is banging it's like banging that's and banging my personal and banging. heaven is a place like that and it's like they go on the pa system every like 10 minutes if it's someone's birthday or if it's an anniversary they're like everybody give a big bang to so and so for celebrating their anniversary or their birthday everyone just pounds on there oh a bib and a mallet is my like costume of of choice oh my god i can picture all of you guys like you and nate you nate michaela and jared just sitting there like (laughs) absolutely oh nathan love me i have yet to meet i'm sure i'll meet him in one of my voice lessons but i have not met him yet he's awesome i'm sure that uh i remember on stars in the house steph was like preaching about nathan steph if if it's steph and seb approved then it's got to be yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's got to be, like, a good one because they're, like, I always say you and Jared are perfect for each other and Steph and Seb are perfect for each other. They're great. Their story's also great. I hope you get her on. Oh, yeah. Another game before we wrap up. Okay. Great. So, uh, what is your favorite place for a business lunch? Like, your favorite place to eat in New York? Ooh, for a business lunch. Or just in restaurant. Like, you're some of your favorite restaurants in New York. Oh, um, oh God. Yeah. We have a lot of favorite spots. I mean, one, one spot that I love for like a, like a casual moment, but it's also still very like sexy is Tolawache in Midtown. Oh. Um, it's right across from the Palm near Wicked. Oh. Uh, it's Mexican. Near, near the Gershwin. Their chips and guac are amazing. Margaritas are awesome. Love Tolawache. That's like sort of a go-to when you're in Midtown. And then we're, you know, we're big foodies. We eat all over, like Carbone restaurant. We love, and we've been, we've been fortunate enough to do Eleven Madison a couple of times. That's oh, wow. number one restaurant. Uh, it's been rated number one restaurant in the world before, um, and it's amazing. Have um, you made the Polo Lounge yeah, yeah. or the Polo Club or whatever that restaurant is? The Polo. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Have you been there? God, years ago. I don't even know if it's there anymore. Maybe it is. I was in town last April. My dad kept trying to get in there, and we weren't able to get in. Yeah. But we just went to our go-to five-napkin burger. Oh, yeah. On 49th or whatever? In Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Best food ever. I wish they had... <laughs> I, said to my, I said to my mom when we got back, I'm like, okay, we need a five-napkin in Michigan, because I would yeah. eat there every day. Oh, yeah, for sure. They have a great salmon salad I've gotten there a few times. Oh, five napkin. Me and Caroline Bowman, I think, have a little bond over five napkin burger. Yeah. It's sort of a staple, you know, and you get a schmackery's cookery on the way home. It's, like, just what you do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, What's your favorite thing to, like, wear when you get out of, like, your, like, work and, like, when you get home? Like, do you, like, you often, like, change into, like, comfy clothes and you're like, oh, like, sit me on the couch and let me turn on the TV? For sure. Yes, 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 for sure. I usually wear a ratty old t-shirt and sweats. You look, you were in like jean, like high-rise jeans and a, like a sweater on uh, It's Always Sunny on the episode where you're dancing to Stevie Wonder. Oh, maybe I'd just been home. I, I mean, I probably was, I probably hadn't been home long. Normally I am, I, was, I mean, I'm literally in pretty much the same outfit every day of quarantine. That's what I was I for the like star pajama bottoms and like either like a silky camisole or a ratty t-shirt. Yeah, the only time I ever I ever got dressed in like in like the prime of like shutdown was when I had to do interviews. Other times I was in my pajamas. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, if I had to And I love like a I have like right now I have like a balloon like a huge dress. Like I love like a long house dress. I have a bunch of those. Yeah. Uh what is your favorite thing to do after work when you get home? What's the first thing you 
do or you like to do? Um, after, like, you mean, like, after, like, a matinee, or? Or, like, no, you get home, you walk into your apartment, what do you like to, like, what do you like to do? Like, do you have grab food, do you go on the couch and watch TV, like, what do you like to do? I play with my dog. Oh, you guys have a dog? Yes, Josephine. She's a little beagle. Oh my god, She always holds her tongue out when she's tired. I have two dogs, too, but they're downstairs. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I have two cockapoos, and they're hilarious. She just, you know, there's nothing like a dog's greeting when you get home. And oh, so yeah. you just have to get down on the floor with them and give them all the love. Oh, yeah. Except for when they bark at like 7 o'clock in the morning, 8 o'clock in the morning. She is a, she's on our schedule. So she, we get up and she stays in bed for another hour. It's hilarious. That's hilarious. Does she sleep right in between you two or like right on your feet? She doesn't. She sleeps in her crate, but right around like 9 a.m. We'll take her out, get her to pee on her pad, and then she gets to come into the bed and then she doesn't come out of the bed until about 1 p.m. It's hilarious. Oh, my God. So she's like your teeth. We have to sometimes go get her and be like, you have to get up. <laughs> you have to eat. You have to be a, a person. That doesn't make sense. But you, ha- you have to be a living being in the world. She's like your personal teenager before children. She's a perpetual yeah, teenager. That's hilarious. She's like And she's sulking right now. She's so mad I woke her up. She's still <laughs> that she's is angry. So That's hilarious. I'm getting side eye. <laughs> she's probably so mad at you my dog gives me a side eye all the time i always stick the camera in it. i always stick the camera on his face so he always gives me side eye like really yeah. taking another picture of me it's like they're trained to do it in like a pre-dog life before they're sent to the earth thank you so much to kelly barrett for hanging out with me in this week's episode of the podcast i will see you all next friday with my friend sheena manan